Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is Mary from the Mary Tyler and More podcast. Uh, before we get into to today's episode, I just wanted to give a little disclaimer before we start. Um, this is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode than what we're used to, and um, there, this episode could be a bit triggering. Um, so there is going to be discussions of things like um, medical procedures and other things that could be considered, quote, graphic content. Um, so if you don't want to listen to this episode, now is your opportunity to um, kind of bail out with absolutely no regrets. Um, But otherwise, if you are going to stick with us, this is going to be kind of an emotional episode because this is going to be all about Tyler. So uh, with that, buckle up. It's going to be a ride. Oh, yeah. Hello, everybody. Straight from Montana. Uh, uh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, what? This is Mary Tyler and more. <laughs> yeah, what? She's Mary. He's Tyler. And there's no more. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh. <laughs> uh. It does not matter how many times I fucking listen to that open. It is literally a certified bop, certified BOP. Yeah, it is. It is a fucking banger. Man, it's a certified banger. It's so, <laughs> it's so good. Guys, welcome back to the show. Um, we're getting this episode kind of out a little bit later uh, than we normally do. Yeah, uh, there was some behind the scenes stuff, which I'm glad that we did now in yes. hindsight. Yes. Because uh, we just recorded a couple episodes uh, in the can yeah. and set them up to release. So, um, yeah, so we've we've had a steady stream of content. Until now. Yeah, until now. But this is fine because this is, you know, um, our, our an episode that's going to be uh, a little bit more raw. So um, if, if you uh, listened to the beginning of our episode, um, I kind of gave a little bit of a disclaimer that this is going to be kind of a Tyler-centric episode, which is totally great. <laughs> um, but it's Tyler-centric for unfortunate reasons. Yeah. So... Um... I literally just got out of the hospital yesterday. Yeah. And he's been in the hospital for the last two weeks. Yeah. Well, off and on. Um, okay. Well, two well, stints in the hospital yeah, well, spanning 14 days. We'll explain the whole thing. It's been a fucking nightmare for me. But uh, yeah. Yeah. So let's rewind a little bit. Oh, man. You got to have a rewind sound. Oh, I know. I, I, I'll figure it out. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Low Energy over here. Yeah, I mean he's yeah he's <laughs> rocking shorts and a sweater at the moment because like our the studio is cold as fuck. A little so. bit. I've I've just been chilled in general. Well, yeah, I mean I'm being a really hosp- sick person. Yeah, being in the hospital. Uh, so uh, let's rewind a little bit. Uh, two two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, on mm, I would say that Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, right before the weekend, I kind of started getting um, what felt like a head cold. Mm-hmm. Like I just had a runny nose and I just kind of didn't feel good. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, yeah, I probably, you know, might have COVID. So I tested myself like five times. <laughs> Thank God for at-home tests from uh, Walgreens. Thanks. I know. Thanks, Walgreens. And the Postal Service. And I guess the Postal Service too. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, luckily... Was not that. It was actually worse. Yeah. I, I, it's sad when you say 
I wish I had COVID. <laughs> yeah. It I was... never thought I would say that. Mm-hmm. But uh, so um, that Saturday, uh, I started feeling better, which was weird. So I was like, oh, yeah, no, I'm going to be great. But uh, the third day is always the worst for me. Mm-hmm. Every single time I get sick. Oh, yeah. Every time. I always have that uptick where my body's like, oh, yeah, you're feeling good. Yeah, this is great. Because it's fighting everything, and then it goes into overdrive. Yup. But, uh, yeah, so <laughs> Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, <laughs> Sunday. Uh, I wake up in a ton of pain. Uh, like, um, I can't even describe it. Like, it... It wasn't anything in particular. Uh, like, okay, I guess it wasn't a terrible pain. It was more of a, okay, my stomach feels weird. Like, it it hurts a little bit. But since I'm lactose intolerant and all that stuff, it it hasn't been a, a like, a bother for me. Clearly, Tyler is not a good barometer of his own pain because it starts with, it was <laughs> terrible. And then it goes, oh, it was probably fine. Well, okay, I, I, I got a little ahead of the... the, <laughs> the cart there um uh, does that mean you're the horse yeah apparently oh, okay so <laughs> uh you know going throughout the day i'm i'm trying to eat food and like try to be a well person yeah and i'm just not <laughs> like it it's getting worse i can not move very well because uh, it felt like it was just body aches mm-hmm. like that that's what it felt like to me yeah and then it felt like someone stabbed me in the right side of my body. Anybody uh, else see where we're going with this? Yeah. Anybody else see, see <laughs> what's happening? Uh, well, I didn't until literally 20 minutes before we went to the hospital. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, we we were like, okay, this, this can't be appendicitis. Like, it can't be. But we're going to go check just to make sure. Just to tick off all the boxes. So anyway, I'm swimming through consciousness on the way to the hospital. Uh, we get in and get situated in the room and stuff, and they start doing tests and all that. And then I go to the um, the CAT scan, and they're like, oh, yeah, your, uh, your appendix is definitely needing to uh, be removed because apparently it was huge. <laughs> I will say that the the sur- or the um, the ER doctor that admitted us uh, or that was the attending physician had excellent bedside manner oh, to the yeah, point 100%. that he hundred percent Tyler was still in the CAT scan or in the CT scan which I'm assuming is the same thing but um so he came yeah, in and he was like you know because they were giving me updates and so he was like all right look I'm not a radiologist so <laughs> technically I'm not allowed to actually read these like I can't don't take my word as gospel. And then he looked at me and went, however, I have done this for a long fucking time. And he said the word fucking, which oh, was yeah. adorable. He, he was an awesome guy. And he's like, it's his appendix. Like, it, it absolutely is. But the radiologist has to confirm it. But um, yeah, I've seen enough of these to know. Yeah. It's a whole medical thing. <laughs> Some hashtag medical thing. Uh, it's it's called cover your ass. Uh huh. Is what it is. Yeah. Because uh, if they cut you open and that's not what it is, you can sue them. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, Yeah. Anyway, uh, get in, uh, get uh, admitted to the hospital. They're like, okay, you're going to go into surgery tomorrow. Like, uh, we're going to get this taken care of. Next day, go into surgery. 
Everything goes great. I come back. And then I talked to the doctor a little bit after that. Well, actually, I talked to Mary, who was a little out of her mind. Because, okay, so when you, I, your spouse should not be the first person to tell your husband what actually happened to him because like so like a dummy i uh you know i was told that the surgeon would call me um after everything was done when he was waking up on so many drugs i was not very coherent no so the surgeon was supposed to call me and do the things and so she called me and the first words out of her mouth were it was really bad when i opened him up yeah (laughs) and i just kind of blacked out the rest of the conversation so i heard like bits and pieces of things um and then they rolled him back in and i looked at the er or the or nurse and i said so it ruptured and he went well i don't know and ty ty turned to me and went what and i said oh fuck because nobody said anything to me at all which i mean i get because i probably would have freaked out yeah so spoiler alert it ruptured yeah uh so we'll go into that um we we get all of that stuff done i get on antibiotics and all that um like the standard procedure yeah so this is now like thursday of that week because he was admitted to the er on sunday night and then thursday he was discharged i, I was after. gonna say on uh tuesday is when i found out what actually happened i to thought me. it was wednesday anyway no uh, but anyway it, it honestly it really doesn't matter uh but so i talked to the surgeon um once i could actually comprehend what was going on and she was like okay so your appendix burst Two days before you came into the ER. <laughs> so for those of you playing the home game, that would be Friday night. Yeah. I didn't even know I had appendicitis. Nope. So apparently you can have appendicitis without knowing it and it can rupture without you knowing. Mm-hmm. So that's great to know. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was so, a uh, yeah. So I find that out. Find out I came into the ER uh septic which if you're playing the home game means that you have a blood infection yep and i was so close to um the last stage of it which is the most severe stage uh which is called septic shock when you can go into a coma and your organs start failing yep so yeah it was serious <laughs> like it it's insane like thinking back on it how coherent i was with how sick I was. Yeah. And even the doctor was like, yeah, I'm honestly shocked that you walked into the ER yourself. Like, She's like, nobody should ever. Not in that much pain. No, <laughs> not even a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So apparently I'm a fucking uh, Mack truck and didn't even know it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's only part one. Yeah. Of this fucking story. So, um. I Because I was septic, I had to stay in the hospital for an extra day. Usually it's only two days of um, antibiotics. Yep. That uh, um, just to make sure you don't get an infection, I had to do three because the IV antibiotics are top notch. Yeah, they're the good shit. They are uh, very powerful. Yeah, it's the good good (laughs) drugs. And uh, (laughs) yeah, so... um, Got out of the hospital. Everything was good. Like, I was taking care of my incisions and all that stuff. Um, but uh, I forgot to mention 
the other part of the uh, conversation that the surgeon had with me, which uh, kind of made me go, okay, maybe this is a little bit worse than I thought it was going to be. Um, so apparently when she was taking my appendix out, it what, it disintegrated. Mm-hmm. Completely just no more. It literally Thanosed itself out of his body. Yeah. So um, it was a mess. Yep. And um, so what she said is she's like, in these cases, it's not uncommon that you'll have a secondary infection um, just because it's it's so bad in there. Like, unfortunately, even with the best cleaning, like, you know, life finds a way. <laughs> Bacteria finds its way into nooks and crannies. <sighs> Jeff Goldblum, why you gotta tell us that shit? So yeah. Uh, anyway, go back. Uh, I come home. I'm starting to feel better. Uh, and then uh, I mean, like I was in pain because I had just had surgery. Weird. Uh, but my stomach pain wasn't going away. Like. Uh, that was the weird part for me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, this is what, what's going on here. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, I started getting a fever. It's like, okay. Anybody else see where we're going with this? And no. And then I couldn't eat anything again. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> here we go. Here we fucking go again. And, you know, because they, they gave me information. Um, uh, where they're like, okay, you just call our office and you'll talk to either the the doctor on call or you'll talk to a nurse and uh, they'll let you know if you need to do anything in particular. So me being me, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to call them and it'll be fine. I let Mary know what's going on. She's like, you're going to the fucking ER right now. Yeah, we're not going to fuck around or find out. We're just going to go. Which in hindsight was a very good thing to do, and I'm glad you did it. And I need everyone to take this as documentation that he actually listened to his wife for once. He did. I'm I'm a sick person who doesn't listen to anybody. (laughs) Nope. But when it comes to this, I uh, was literally on my way back from a lunch, from a working lunch with my coworkers and my my um one of the higher ups in our department yeah. and we were on the way back and Ty's texting me and he's telling me the things and telling me the things and he's telling me all of his symptoms and I went fuck this we're going to the we're going to the ER and he's like well I have a call into the nurse's office I said I don't give a shit I am getting my stuff from my office and I will be home in 10 minutes yeah cuz my mobility was going back down like uh I was finding it really hard to get out of bed and um couldn't eat like there were some pretty big signs, like something was wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, go back to the ER. Yay. <laughs> uh, get looked at by the person uh, doing the intake, and they're like, you don't really seem that sick. Like, my vitals were fine. I didn't really have a fever. But, uh, <laughs> fun thing to know about me, my fevers usually range like a degree or so above my normal body temperature. Mm-hmm. That's a sign that my body's fighting something. Yes. It doesn't go into overdrive until I'm almost dead, apparently. Yep. That, so, is, that uh, is fact. Unlike other people's bodies where <laughs> they're in, their immune system goes, okay, I need to kill this now. Mine goes, brah, we're... <laughs> We're going to do this the slow way. <laughs> you literally have a stoner immunity. <laughs> That's kind of what it feels like. 
nah, man, just <laughs> just hang out. Like, I'm sure we'll probably be fine. We'll chill. Oh, shit, he's dead. <laughs> oh, shit, he dead. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how it feels. So, Oh, my God, that hurts my body. Uh, they're like, okay, this is weird. Uh, but we're going to take you back and do another CAT scan, all that stuff. Uh, <laughs> hear back from the radiologist. They're like, you have an abscess that is about the size of what your appendix was before. Uh, you had two of them. That yeah, I know. They they said two. It basically what they what it boiled down to is uh, it was enough of an infection that it was like I had appendicitis again without the luxury of having the organ. Yeah. So. <laughs> Lucky me. Uh, Isn't that fun? I now have to have uh, this wonderful little drain in me to drain out the abscess, Mm -hmm. which is very disgusting, but uh, I call him Philip. (laughs) And it's just a little tube that they put into your abdomen, and then it drains out into a little bottle. (sighs) But, uh, which is gross. That's why we put a disclaimer here. Yeah, It, it is. It is, and I'm sorry. But uh, this is my this is my therapy. <laughs> and it's been a long a long little bit. Y- yeah, for for anybody who like so from the spouse's perspective, right? Because you've got, you know, I mean, you've got this guy who's you know the the worst thing I've ever seen him have has been like strep throat or yeah. like something that just that is easily curable with some sort of over the counter antibiotic. And yeah, I, I've never had to be. Uh, admitted to the hospital. No. So this was, together. yeah, this was our first, like, you know, you have milestones in a relationship where it's like, you know, your, your first house together, your first thing together. Um, this is our first hospital experience together. Yeah. And this first was med- <laughs> our first major medical emergency. Yeah. And you know, from, from the spouse's perspective, it really feels like my, my brain, this is my therapy for a minute. <laughs> feels like my brain kind of like protected me from the severity of the situation. Uh, same. Because, you know, I mean, I've, I have friends who work in the medical field who, you know, like were kind of talking me through um, this whole process. And like, you know, we like I was, you know, at any given moment, I was updating at least like 20 people on his <laughs> status because, you know, I, it was just like I'd, I'd compose a text message and then I would copy it to, yeah, like 20 or 25 people because everybody started asking me like what was going on. And, you know, that first day after they rolled him into surgery, like I, um, you know, I watched them roll him out and I, like I wanted to cry, but I didn't know what I was crying about yet because like at that point, I just thought that they were going to remove an appendix that, you know, like that we had s- saved it from doing whatever. And yeah, because they, we didn't know. We had no idea. And then, you know, they rolled him back in and then I start getting told all these things and I wasn't aware that the abscess was a, like was going to be an expected thing. So when Tyler starts giving me all of these things about, I'm really scared something's happening. I'm like, well, fuck it. We have to go back to the hospital. And it, it just, it was, it was a fatigue that I've never known before. And like, I can't even imagine like the fatigue that you went through because like, <laughs> you know, that first two and a half or three days, like I would come visit you for like, I mean, obviously that Monday I was there the entire day for your surgery, yeah. but you know, the subsequent days I'd be there for like three or four hours at a time. But like, 
I literally sat and I read a book like I read multiple books and like he had like his iPad going with, um, you know, some sort of something. Think, yeah, you put like Rick and Morty and yeah, like I had HBO on. Max going, yeah. but like he wasn't watching any of it. And like that first well, day, I couldn't. <laughs> no, you couldn't. And like you couldn't eat anything. And like it was just but it was so hard to watch you be there and know that there was like literally nothing I could do to help you sons like feeding you ice chips. Yeah. And I finally had one of my friends say to me, cause it was like 1030, I think, but on that first night when I left, but the, the chair that's in the room pulls out into a bed if you want to stay. Yeah. But of course, you know, we have animals at home and I have to feed them and give them yeah, medicine too. Special and needs animals, you know, and it was just, but it was like, I could have stayed and I could have slept in the hospital, but like, I remember one of my friends saying to me, Mary, you're not doing him any good. Like, I mean, you're doing good by being there, but like if he's asleep, you got to let him rest. Like, I mean, his body is doing the thing. So, I mean, you got to, he's got to do this one on his own, but you can show up and be supportive. Yeah. But, I, I could barely stay awake. Yeah. And those first like three days. Yeah. And he said my name a couple of times while he was sleeping. And I was like, <laughs> uh-huh. I'm here for you. I promise. But like, you know, at a certain point, um, somebody else said, you can't be there for him if you're not there for yourself. So like you have to, you have to make sure that, you know, you're going home and you're eating food and you're sleeping because like he's going to need you. So you got to make sure you're coming back 100% or as much as you can be. And then, you know, that was the whole, the first stint. And then the second stint, we get him in the hospital again and we're back in the ER again. And I'm just like, oh my God, like here we fucking go again. And, you know, they got him admitted and all the things. Now I'm updating all the same people again after I just said to them, hey, he's back home. Now it's like, nope, we're back in the ER again. <laughs> yeah. But it was just, it was wild because like, you know, I, I, I don't really know if I truly will ever process how, how severe this situation really was, but it makes me very aware of things like when, when stuff happens to me or when things happen to you, like to really, you know, if, if I can include a PSA in this, it's like, listen to your fucking body when it tells you something. Cause like, if it's bad, if it's bad, go seek treatment. And a lot of times I hear, yeah, don't push through. No, like, I, that, cause that's what I've always been taught. Like, yeah. cause obviously I was like, no, I'm fine. I can fight it. Well, no, no, no. There are some things you need to fucking help with. Well, and, you know, sometimes people will say things like, well, I don't, you know, like, because one of the things that Tyler said was, well, I don't want to go to the hospital and waste the money if we find out that it's not this. And I'm like, okay, well, I'd rather waste the money and know that you're okay than push through and wake up to you dead. Like, you know, I mean, not that at the time that I knew that that was even a possibility, but like, I mean, we, we, you know, we tried, we waited it out for like a half an hour and we're like, all right, let's see if the symptoms subside. But ibuprofen wasn't doing anything. And then we thought it was like intestinal trauma. And so like we were trying to do like, you know, let's see if like, let's be graphic. Let's see if you can poop. Like if you can shit, like (laughs) then will it fix it? And then it didn't and it still didn't. And the pain was getting worse. So it's like, all right, fuck this. Like we have to go to the hospital. But some people will be like, I don't want to go because I don't want to waste the money because it's going to be like, you know, people make the joke that it's like a thousand dollars just to walk into the ER. And it's like, you know what? We haven't gotten a bill yet. And it probably will be that. But like, uh, yeah, it. I was in the hospital for probably nine days, I yeah, think, and uh, it's, in total. And yeah, I can't even fucking imagine what that bill's going to be. I mean, I don't know what it's going to be, but like I would do I would do it all again if it meant that you were going to be OK, because like it, that's the thing that sucks about 
healthcare in general is like, first of all, all of the nurses that he had were incredible humans. Yeah, I do have to say, like, uh, they, I don't, it takes a very special person to be able to do that. Seriously. And it's insane that even in our area that we have so many, like, really good ones. Yeah. Um, but I guess we do have the the college that um, has a really good nursing program. Yeah. And they, they work there. So it, it kind of translates. It was just, it was yeah. so nice to see them take care of him and to really, you know, care about like, you know, when he was in pain or when he wanted something like they were, you know, he would press that call button and they were there in a minute. And it was just, it was incredible. But like, you know, every time he gets an IV bag, every time he gets an antibiotic, every time it's a pain medicine, it's like dollar signs, dollar signs everywhere. And it's just, Uh, yeah. And it's unfortunate because like, had we had that mentality of, oh, we'll just wait it out, I would be a widow right now. And like, I, yeah, it, it's a hard pill to swallow when you realize your own mortality was on the line there. I truly don't. It really is. I don't think that it's, yeah, it's something that I will ever actually come to terms with. And I mean, mortality in itself is hard, like, you know, with like my family members, like when I see like my elderly father, like, you know, I know that that, you know, the reapers coming, like we don't know when, but like we know that he's coming. My husband is 31 years old. Like I, I literally can't, I can't imagine what, and that's why I think my brain truly sheltered me from that because it's like, I can't imagine a world where I have lost you to something like that. And I think about my friends who, some people who are my age who have unfortunately had to face that heartbreak. And it's just not something I'm ever, I'm ever going to be really prepared to deal with. But, you know, I, there were moments where I would find things to get happy about or to try to try to at least, you know, think that something was going to get better. And I completely forgot to take off. Uh, so when the OR nurse came in and was asking things like, do you have any metal on your body or anything like that? And Ty and I both go, nope, like he's fine. They roll him out, completely forgot to take off his fucking wedding ring. Hello. Yeah, I didn't even think about it. Like, but he never takes it off. And yeah, that that's why. Yeah. Like it's always on. So I never think about it. And it wasn't until the OR nurse came back in that, or the surgeon actually came in, I think, and like had his ring like surgically taped to the clipboard. And so he gave it to me and I put it on and I realized that Tyler and I are the same ring size. Yeah. And I think that was probably the first moment that I actually legitly cried about something. And of course I'm again in this you know group chat with a bunch of people and I Snapchatted it to some people and I was like, you know that moment where you figure out that you and your husband are the same ring size? Yeah, I wish I would have figured it out under a different circumstance that didn't involve surgery. <laughs> yeah. But but I'm just Are you feeling better over there, champ? Are you feeling better over there, champ? Like <laughs> you you kind of unloaded there. Well, you did too. Like <laughs> I know. But uh We said that's what this was going to be. That is what this is. And I'm glad you did cuz I really needed it. I Yeah, I just don't even want to think about it. I know. And I mean, I'm not I'm not over it yet. I still have ways to go. Yep. But at least I'm feeling so much better than I was. Yeah. And that's a good sign. Yeah. Like, I I really do feel like I'm on the, the downward slope of this now. Yeah. So hopefully our next episode, I can be like, hey, I'm healthy again. I'm better now. Yeah. 
Well, and of course, you know, because of all this, like we've taken, so we took, um, I mean, obviously we didn't take a break from this because we had stuff in the chamber, but um, with Purveyors of Fine Filth, like we took, you know, we took some time off um, from doing that show because, you know, this, but that, also. That one's a harder one because we have a movie we watch and. It is, yeah. but also, you know, one of our hosts, the, you know, beautiful trash queen um, requested that we do every other week instead of every week. Um, yeah. So, you know, we're going to hopefully jump back on that train either, you know, this week or maybe next week, but um so I don't know how many of you guys listen to that uh, companion show, but um, <laughs> that also uh, hopefully will be something soon that we do um, again. Um, but uh, I'm really glad you're okay. And I'm... I'm really glad to be alive too. Like, I, I, okay is such a general term. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of it as in, like, I'm, I'm trying to process what actually happened to me. Yeah. And... Yeah, so that that's how I'm feeling about it right now. I'm just glad to be alive, <laughs> like really, well, and I'm glad you're alive too. <laughs> yeah. So that brings us to the end of the show. We decided we were going to do just a just a little short one this time, um, but uh, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for sticking with us. Um, you guys, seriously, thank you. Yeah, you guys are amazing people. And I'm really glad that this human is alive that I get to do this amazing thing with. <laughs> so um, make sure to join us next Sunday for another episode of Mary Tyler and more your favorite mumble cast that you've never heard of a wandering unicorn production. Bye everybody. Bye.